0: Hey, Prime members, you can listen to the CBS News Roundup ad-free
1: on Amazon Music. Download the app today. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes. But let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to RocketMoney.com/wondery. That's RocketMoney.com/wondery. RocketMoney.com/wondery.
2: The battle for Mariupol. Holdout Ukrainian
1: forces are struggling to make a last stand.
2: Man accused of posing as federal agents indicted. Now a grand jury has brought new charges. Wildfire in northern Arizona. Hundreds flee. Some houses did burn in our neighborhood. Good morning. I'm Deborah Rodriguez with the CBS World News Roundup. Thousands of Ukrainian troops and civilians are under siege this morning in the southeastern port city of Mariupol. Russia bombed a steelworks plant there overnight as it enters a new phase of the war. Correspondent Charlie Daggett is in Ukraine.
1: A city torn apart after weeks of bombardment. Residential neighborhoods flattened. Beneath the Azovstal iron and steelworks plant, women and children huddle together in bomb shelters, too terrified to attempt an escape. A Ukrainian Marine makes a desperate plea. We're facing our last days, if not last hours. The enemy outnumbers us 10 to 1. Russian soldiers surround the steel plant, hunting down remaining fighters. Russia has intensified attacks along a 500-mile front line, advancing forward and reinforcing regions already under occupation, including the hard-fought Zaporizhia nuclear facility, Europe's largest.
2: The U.N. says 5 million Ukrainians have now fled their country. Here in the U.S., prosecutors have laid out more evidence against two men accused of posing as homeland security agents. Correspondent Catherine Herridge says they're facing new charges. The 27 page indictment shows the two defendants, Arian Tahirzadeh and Haider Ali, face multiple counts, including the false impersonation of an officer or employee of the United States and the unlawful possession of a large capacity ammunition feeding device, in this case, one Glock magazine and five Sig Sauer magazines. The government alleges the defendants sought to ingratiate themselves with their D.C. neighbors in law enforcement by posing as Homeland Security agents. One of the lingering questions is whether the scheme was designed to collect information for the benefit of a foreign intelligence service. The Biden administration says it may appeal a federal judge's ruling that struck down the government's mask mandate this week. The Department of Justice says it would only act if the CDC decides it's necessary to extend the rule. Firefighters in northern Arizona say the flames reached more than 100 feet in the air. Hundreds of people have been forced from their homes near Flagstaff. Some houses did burn in our neighborhood, in our vicinity. They literally, the fire jumped our house and burned a house down the road. So, yeah, it's pretty um, pretty surreal. Highway 89, the main north-south road, has been shut down. Prince Harry is talking about his reunion with his grandmother, the Queen. CBS's Vicky Barker says the interview is setting off shockwaves in the UK. Prince Harry telling NBC's Today show the Queen was in fine form when he saw her at Windsor Castle last she's week. She's
0: got a great sense of humor uh, with me, and I'm just making sure that she's you know, protected and got the, the right people
2: around right well, her. Whoa, protected? Right people around her? Is he talking about Her Majesty the Queen's family who are around her? Is he talking about her courtiers? There's a lot to unpick. Royal analyst Roya Nickis says the barb appeared intentional. It's just not clear who the intended target was. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. Julian Assange has just lost a round in his bid to avoid extradition from England to the US. A British judge has formally approved his transfer. The country's interior minister takes up the case next. The WikiLeaks founder faces charges of publishing thousands of secret U.S. files.
0: Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy. Get up to 30% off well-crafted and personalized gifts from participating shops until May 12th. This year, embrace your creative side. You know, the side your mom gave you? And shop Etsy for custom jewelry, style pieces, home decor, and extra special items she'll adore.
2: Florida's governor has taken another step toward punishing Disney for criticizing a new state law that restricts teaching on gender identity and sexual orientation.
1: Governor Ron DeSantis says with lawmakers in special session to deal with redistricting. They also will be considering termination of all special districts that were enacted in Florida prior to 1968. That law allows Disney World to govern itself. It was enacted to entice Disney to build here. Santis has pushed to repeal it ever since Disney spoke out again. Against what critics call the "Don't Say Gay" law, DeSantis's announcement came at the Villages, a Republican-heavy special district that came after his cutoff date. Peter King, CBS News, Orlando.
2: Netflix says it's exploring changes to its subscription services after reporting its first quarterly subscriber loss ever.
1: I'm not going to have as much fun watching.
2: As a plan. Anyone who wants to sign up to see hit shows like Squid Game could join at a lower rate if they're willing to watch ads as Netflix grapples with stiffer competition from rival streamers. Johnny Depp took the stand and testified against his ex-wife, Amber Heard, at court in Fairfax County, Virginia. He's suing for defamation after the actress wrote about being a victim of domestic abuse in an op-ed in the Washington Post.
0: Never did I myself reach the point of um, uh, striking misheard in
2: any way? Depp says Heard's claims have destroyed his Hollywood career. An NBA legend is opening up about his personal life. Shaquille O'Neal takes full responsibility for his 2011 divorce from ex-wife Shawnee on the Pivot podcast. She was was awesome. She really was. It it was all me. I was just, look, I wasn't protecting her and protecting those vows. So um, I'm not going to say it was her. It was all me. Shaq says the worst part was coming home to an empty 76,000 square foot house and not hearing his kids playing. The Suns lost last night's NBA playoff game to the Pelicans, 125 to 114, but CBS's Jamie Ucas said... As one team member is playing for much more than a series win. Phoenix Suns center Bisback Biombo is one in a million.
1: When I'm set on something, nobody's changing my mind.
2: The 11-year NBA veteran is giving up his entire salary this season. $1.3 to build a hospital in his home country, the Democratic Republic of the Congo. What did your agent say?
1: Okay, I get to work.
2: Really? Yes. Biombo has already established schools and basketball academies, but he feels the most urgent need is health care. There's only one doctor for 10,000 people in the Congo? Isn't
1: it crazy? If your loved one go into the hospital, they have a higher chance of dying than surviving.
2: Hope and inspiration from a basketball giant with an even bigger heart. This podcast is supported by FedEx. There's new evidence college grads are haunted by student loans years later. A new bankrate.com report shows that a high percentage of Gen Z and millennials who've taken on student debt have put off other major expenses because of it. Analyst
1: Greg McBride, 74% of Gen Z borrowers, 68% of millennial borrowers have delayed financial decisions as a result of their student loan debt. That means extra cash for emergencies, buying a home or retirement are put on hold. For many, it just means that that savings is delayed but in the long run, it will result in the ability to save even more.
2: McBride says many people don't regret getting a degree. Monica Ricks, CBS News. This is April 20th, known as 420 in cannabis culture. So well, spoke Aficionados celebrate the 1970s when a group of California teenagers lit up at 420 every afternoon. And that's the World News Roundup. I'm Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News.
0: Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us
1: every week.
2: We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner.